Yes, I am thinking about ending things movie review. Now, this movie we watched a few days ago. It actually came out on Netflix when this past Friday, right? I just watched it today. Confusing as shit. Beautiful movie. It really is. And um, I'm going to talk to it. Do what? I fell asleep to it. Why did you fall asleep? I don't know. Nearing the end, I was starting to get really tired. And uh, when he started singing, I just kind of fell asleep. And then I woke up and the movie was over. I was like, oh, shit. So I just like, so I restarted the movie and then had to fast forward it all the way to the, there was like eight <laughs> minutes left just to find out it was just him singing and then the car all the way in the snow, like buried in the snow. Well, he was singing that Oklahoma song. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what did, what was your perception? What do you think was happening before you actually found out what was actually happening? I thought she was dead and was in purgatory. Mm. What about you, Ariana? I thought we were just in his mind, and we're going very deep into it. Either that or in limbo. I th- yeah, I, I kind of actually for both of them. Now that I think about it, I could have sworn we were like something in his mind because we kept going back to that old man. Yeah. But that he was reliving. Airbo, can you turn that down? Oh, oh, it's okay, Mama. That's fine. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a kitten. I was like, oh, my God, we have a kitten in here. Anyway. So we were in his mind and that maybe he had killed that girl because she was thinking about ending things with him. Yeah. So he was just reliving back to that moment where he probably really loved her and then slaughtered her ass. I thought uh, I thought he was able to read her mind at the beginning because she was thinking about she said she thought I'm thinking about ending things. And then he, uh, what? He was like, what well, did you, you say? You say something. You want to stop for coffee? <laughs> Talk about things. Yeah. So, before we get into any spoilers, P.S., there are fucking spoilers. So, if you don't want to know anything else about what's going on in this movie or what possibly, because always with the movie, kind of like Odyssey, kind of like Clockwork Orange, kind of like Memento, Lighthouse, etc. These movies, they have a certain depth to them, and also it is perceived from the eye of the beholder. So, these are what we think after seeing, um, what was it, movie theory, and like, okay, that makes more sense than what I was thinking, because as it kept going, my initial, um, uh, what is it, that we're in his mind, she he killed that girl to a different perception after uh, watching every piece of it okay so let's go ahead and dive right in what we have here is a i don't even remember her name there's three different names they give this girl lucy lucy he calls her ames at one point and she's like ames that doesn't sound right who the hell is that? that's not my name <laughs> wait is that my name and she does have moments where she's like wait what she blanks like, she doesn't know what else to say. Like, somebody forgot to give her a script or something. So, she's traveling with her boyfriend to go meet his parents in a, at a, a really nice farmhouse that they have, that they own. They've, they've been there for years. He was raised there, all that good stuff. And she's thinking about ending things. He's And she's, throughout this whole, uh, we're in a car. We're actually in, like, two or three different scenes. And that's pretty much the... The scenes of the movie. You only have about what? Is it four scenes? Yeah. Yeah. There's not. There's not that many. So majority of the time is either spent in the car or at the farmhouse. And then. Or at the school. Right. Well, actually, that was toward the end. It was, it was just that one scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. She's 
thinking about it. She's contemplating. Well, you know, this guy's great and everything, but I don't really see it going any further. And as she's doing this, it kind of, it's hinting that uh, Jake can hear her. Because as she's talking, he interrupts at the most uncomfortable time as if she was talking to him. And he had like a bit of white crust right here and she kept staring at it. I don't think she said anything about it, right? No, she didn't. She didn't. And he noticed that he was, yeah, so he was just kind of like, wipe, you want to listen to some music? <laughs> so there's just a few things where, okay, he's either psychic or this is something that's already happened. But anyway, we get to the house and more weird and bizarre things happen. The parents take forever to come downstairs. Usually when a you know someone comes in your house, you're going to go greet them. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, they wave to the mom. I think that was the mom in the window right as soon as yeah. they got there. And they, she just kept waving like she was a goddamn sign or something. The one of those little ding, dong, ding, dong, just waving. And they go to the barn where they see a dead lamb, some sheep. He acts weird about the dead lamb. Uh, he's, just, he's just all... Or- I don't know. I just thought it was weird how he was like all casual about it. Well, and he understands death. Yeah, is what the the point of. It. But the way he was so callous about it. Well, what's gonna happen in the lamp? What else is gonna? They're gonna sit there. The fuck yeah. you want them to? <laughs> they ain't gonna dance around. Like no shit, Sherlock. Are you gonna chop them up into little pieces and eat some lamb stew? What are you? What is what's gonna happen to them? But basically. He says that they're just going to remain there. And then when spring comes, they will dismantle the sheep and throw them properly into the disposal or wherever. I don't remember. He said they were going to burn them. Oh, burn them. Okay. Oh, fire disposal. (laughs) Yep. So for some reason, yeah, he wanted to take her to the barn, see all that. Uh, Talk about the pig with the maggots. And then we go into the house where he's yelling, we're here. Hello. Hello. For a good maybe half a minute. Then they go ahead and relax in the living room. Parents take 10 million years to come down. They finally come down. And as all this is happening, we're doing um, back and forth. We're seeing this. And then we're also seeing a uh, elderly uh, old man in a who's a janitor at a high school cleaning and getting his day ready, throwing his cereal bowl into the sink and turning off his cartoons that are on the table. He's, uh, in other words, the scene is set up to where he is alone. He lives alone. He goes to work. Just a basic day. Regular day. And then, um, it's like he kind of forgets what he had. Because then we go on to, oh yeah, where are the scratches? On the basement oh, door. Yeah. Oh, wait, there's a, there's a dog around here. Really? Because I didn't... She's over here. I didn't see any damn toys. You Normally, I can tell when there's a dog. And I ain't seen a damn dog. And the and dog he, comes in out of nowhere. Yeah, the dog comes in out of nowhere. This kind of feels like it's programmed or something. It's weird. And it shakes for like a good, what was it, like 10, 15 seconds, and then the parents come down. Yeah. That was weird. Kind of like it broke. Yeah. <laughs> and she's looking like, huh. And then, um... Yeah, this is just oh, this is where it becomes weird because now we're going in and out of the parents aging, then becoming young. I got really confused. Yeah, and it, it kind of just slaps you in the face with this is what we're doing. 
just enjoy the ride. And in between all of this, he is talking about um, the successes of what was her name in this one? Lori? Is Lori? Oh, the successes of Lori, what she's studying in school, which happens to be physics, her um, her paintings. She also paints. She does a lot of wonderful things, outstanding things. And then you come to find out that uh, some of her paintings were actually by a man of uh, what's it, what was his name? Ralph Lugowitz or Ralph something. Yeah, is a famous painter. You see those in the what is it? In basement the, in the basement. Where he never wants to go. He was like, he was yelling at her when she was down in the basement. You couldn't even understand what he was saying. It was like. And she was responding to him. Yeah. Like she can hear him, but it wasn't necessary for us to hear him. Yeah. I don't know. So, and then down in the basement, that's where you see the uh, janitor's clothing being washed. The paintings that were actually Jake's. He wasn't mimicking those, but he was trying to get ideas from those pink. Those paintings by the famous artist. A picture on the wall. Inspiration, yes. So you, and then you get these weird phone calls. She's getting these weird phone calls, and it's it happens to be the old man talking, saying, "I don't remember what." Do you remember what Some he was about saying? Needing help, right? I think so. It, it seemed like it was a cry for help. When you think about it. And anyway, she. Well, this is weird. I don't know what's happening. But we really need to go home. I have to get to work tomorrow. We can't stay here. And she still has it in the back of her mind that she doesn't want to be with Jake anymore. And throughout, you see, it seemed like glimpses of the mother just slowly aging. And then finally, just gone. She's dead. She passed. And then he just leaving his father there. You don't really hear anything else about that. And then they're out. And she's talking about... This is where I got lost, only because I couldn't pay attention. There was a fucking cricket just going, and it was so loud. I shit you not. It pretty much got me out of the movie. I didn't understand half the stuff that she was saying. But it was basically regurgitation of uh, famous poets, or she was talking about a film that, um, what was that film about? Anybody remember? I don't remember, but it, it was um, a film about a woman who was kind of falling apart and the man had a, to take... A woman under the influence. Yes, there we go. Thank you so much. And how uh, a woman is um, always to be perceived as dainty, fragile, and that she is never going to amount to anything unless she has a man with her. Uh, a lot of that is actually um, gone throughout the entire movie that uh, a woman is a fragile, delicate thing, and that um, she needs a man to protect her, stuff like that. Here and there. But it, it is sprinkled throughout the movie. Like cinnamon powder. <laughs> powder. And anyway, so I became, I started becoming um, to the conclusion that, okay, maybe she's dead because when we go to the ice cream shop, what was it called? The Tulsi Town. The Tulsi Town. Yes, girl was like, you don't have to go forward. Oh, yeah, that got yeah. weird. That got weird. I was like, okay, she's obviously dead. And the guy didn't want to be seen by the girls, too. No. Like, like maybe they had uh, witnessed it or something, or who knows? Maybe they were killed by him? Yeah. That's what I was getting. He's, yeah. he's so creepy. 
and we don't really he like he doesn't like being touched by his mom he got all pissed when she said genius edition is guinness or what is it genus 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 or what are genus <laughs> That went on really long, and I didn't. Genius. Yeah, she's like, okay, I'm. So, I was telling everyone you you knew the genius edition. <laughs> he just seemed so embarrassed. His father never really gave him any eye contact, and his mother tried to touch him every now and again. He would just recoil. Yeah, he was just so. I don't know. All right, and then. We go, and they get their ice cream. They sit in there for a long while talking about how sweet it is and talking about just random. What? It just seems like random things. I don't know. I'll have to watch the movie again. That's a movie you need to watch at least two or three times to understand the concept of what the dialogue is about. I'm a one and done guy. (laughs) You're like, first time for me was good enough. Well, for me, no. I usually I like to watch these, dissect them a little bit, and then start making fun of them. This one, I didn't really get a good chance to really go through the entire movie. Like I said, there was a cricket going on. I think you came in around the time you were watching the movie, too. Yeah. And um, Nearing the end, the guys came in. Yeah. And then in the end, your friends came in. So I, I didn't really give it a fair shake to begin with. So I will be watching this. But I really wanted to talk about it because I thought it was so interesting. So as we're watching it still, he gets all pissy and he's like, I can't believe that that old man is watching us make out because he kisses her a couple times. And then the old man whispers something. Did anyone hear what he whispered? No, I just, it just kind of flashed. They're in front of the school at this point. Yeah, they're in front of the school at this point. Oh, right. I didn't even explain where we are. <laughs> I'm just jumping everywhere. Just like the damn movie was jumping everywhere. All right. And then. Oh, my goodness. So she's alone. He takes the key. She's alone in the car. She's afraid. She's talking to herself. How long does it take until you, you can, you know, what is it? Get Ca- hypothermia. Get hy- I was going to say catch, like it's a disease or something. <laughs> get hypothermia. She starts to, you know, her anxiety builds up a little bit. He's not coming back. You know, it's late at night. No one's going to really know that they're there until the morning. And it's going to be a long time till the morning comes. So she gets out of the car, closes the door. And somehow, for some reason, the car automatically, all the doors lock. So she's like, shit, well, there's nothing to do but to go forward or to stay here and freeze to death. So she goes forward. And where you see she's coming up the stairs at the front of the building and you see just a dumpster right next to the stairs of all of those Tulsi Town freezies. Just a bunch of them. Like they've been doing this over and over again. And it's like, yeah, she in hell. (laughs) She died and she's got to relive this shit over and over again. So she walks in, she hides from the janitor. The janitor is coming by and he's like, can I help you? And she's like, I'm just looking for Jake. And then she goes along this rant about why is it that a girl can't be just left alone? Why can't I just go and have a drink with my friends and be left alone? Why do I need another man, a fake man? Why do I have to pretend that I have a boyfriend in order to be left alone to tell these people that... I, you know, I, I just, I just want to drink. <laughs> and then she hugs the janitor and then it's kind of like she snaps right back into place and she's like, Jake, Jake. Right? Oh, yeah. It was just bizarre. Like, again, it was another program. I'm like, maybe she's not dead. Like There's she gotta went from be... one mood to another. She did. She did. So 
kind of like she's reliving something or she was just set up to do that. Because there are certain points in time where she she's like, wait a minute, that's not my name. Why is he calling me that? Wait a minute. What were we just doing a moment ago? Wait a minute. Why is that new swing set out there by that abandoned house? I mean, there were just like tidbits here and there. Like she didn't understand. Like her brain was broken. I don't know. So she goes, she finds Jake, and then there's two doppelgangers. Well, I can't say doppelganger. Well, yeah, they kind of look alike. Go right behind them. The originals, do they disappear? I can't remember. We just cut the shot to, um, to, to the dancers. The doppelgangers dance? each other. Oh, and okay. then they go into different hallways. This is where I thought maybe he killed her. <laughs> and then he replaced it with this lovely scene of them to what they should have looked like uh, happy together had she not wanted to end things. And, uh, and then he got killed. Not yet. Yeah. It was showing like marriage. Then they go off. Yeah. And then um, then they go off and then the janitor comes and attacks them. Yeah. And then he dies. And then we have the original um, characters standing right opposite of each other with the man dead on the floor. The other lady, I don't know, she done disappeared. The other janitor disappeared too. Because this was a doppelganger of the janitor as well. It, it was just like a whole play uh, based on re- real people, right? Yeah, and then that, that, is that when we go into um, the Oklahoma, the normal price? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then a lot of the Oklahoma dancing and stuff and the singing. And then um, something else happens before that because... We come back into reality just for a little bit because he's dying. He decides to strip into the truck. So he's naked in the truck. No, I thought we did the Nobel Prize before that. No. No, oh, the Nobel okay. Prize is after. Oh. Nobel Prize. So, I, okay, I don't know why my brain kind of lapsed. Oh, then there was an old commercial that he was watching, or was that with- That was while he was dying. Or the hallucination. Yeah, because he was dying of hypothermia. So, I don't remember how, but we ended up back with the original janitor. (laughs) My brain, my memory is just as bad as the damn movie. And he's putting his things away. He's going to his truck. He's cleaning off his truck, getting all the snow off. He gets in. And instead of turning on the car, he sits there. And he gets flashbacks. He gets flashbacks. It's kind of like, you know, you get flashbacks before you die. Oh, and then he takes off all his clothes, which at this point in time, I thought he was just losing his mind. It was like he couldn't handle what he maybe did did to her. Who knows? I don't know. And then we see the pig with the maggots who actually is kind of like a guardian angel in a sense, letting him know, OK, well, come on. It's time to get you dressed. And that's when the Nobel Peace Prize ends up happening. And he does this whole song. I don't, Do you remember what the song was called? It was a song from Oklahoma, the musical. Yeah, it was from the musical. I just don't remember what the song was called. Where he he does it and everybody and anybody who ever, you know, wronged him, who doubted him, who were just there in awe of him, praising him. Yeah. And it turns to blue. And we open up with the truck covered in snow. It's just a sad portrait of, you know, just all white snow with the school in the background, the truck covered in snow. And then a little bit after that, you hear the plowing machine coming to uh, plow the roads. Yep. So that was my concept on that was that, yeah, he went crazy and he died. But that actually isn't 
Well, I mean, it's mine. And there's one on that sounds a little bit more accurate to the movie. It fits it better. Was that she was an idea of his that she embodied what he would uh, what he would have wanted as in a wife. You know, it had he had the courage to go up and talk to her. I mean, because throughout the throughout the the movie, they explain how they met, which is they met at a bar, and then at another time. When it was being explained, it was it was a different version. So obviously, it, it never really happened. He probably saw her at a bar, and then that's as far as it went. And the whole where she's like, I you know I just want to be by myself. I think that was her reflecting on what he would think she would say. Hadn't you know she, had had he actually gone up to her and talked to her? But we we don't know because he never took that step. He was too shy. As she had stated at the beginning of the movie, too, that she had to go up to him. So, it it's it just, uh, how do you say? It's basically a man who never really took any chances in life. He, he didn't get anywhere. He wanted to do so many great things, but because his father was uh, reluctant to see him go on that path or was ashamed that he was going down that path... He never felt fully fulfilled in doing any of that because his parent didn't approve. And his parents, you see, too, there's like a glimpse of them fighting. So he didn't really have this beautiful childhood that he painted so lovely to his, you know, girlfriend that's going to think about ending things. And with that note, I mean... He regrets. He regrets quite a bit. Had he had, you know, pushed harder, maybe had finished some of the paintings and just kept doing what he wanted to do, maybe he would be somewhere else. But because he didn't, he ended up being a janitor, seeing all these fresh faces, all these new faces um, with hope, with meaning to their life because it's, it's, you know, they're so young at that point in time. They have the whole world in front of them. Whereas... He no longer has that anymore. It's um, it's gone. His options, his choices, everything's been restricted from him because of his age now. You don't really... I mean, you can start new, but he had pushed life away so many times that he didn't even know how to get back to it. So he missed out on everything. Yes, he did take care of his mother. That Those were actual memories that, um, that he recalled, but... He was never satisfied, you know, in, in, in a way. How did, how did they say it with the pig? The pig was him. Right. It was it was a metaphor for him that the maggots were eating him alive. Well, that life was that, him. Yeah, that life was eating him alive. And that there was nothing left, which is a husk, as you said so oh, in yeah. the last podcast. <laughs> so. And with that concept, what did you think? I want to have a life that I could tell my grand that I could bore my grandkids with. <laughs> well, in order to get to that step, you have to take steps. Exactly. You're not going to have children out of thin air. <laughs> yup. What about you, Ariana? I thought it was a good movie. It was a damn good. Concept. Concept. Confusing concept. as shit. I it, like being confused. I like movies like that. You fall into the movie not knowing where you are. You're just like it, it kind of like when you're dreaming. Oh, yeah. There is no beginning. There is no end. You're just right in the middle of it. 
and you're you're living it, and it feels weird. That movie was a fever dream. Yeah, basically, where you're in the middle of it, you're not sure what the hell's going on, but you like. Oh, I liked it. You know, there was interruptions here and there, and I didn't get the full immersion that I should have gotten. But I thought it was it was really well um, directed. You know, it, it took me a little bit to figure out what was going on. And when I did figure it out, it was wrong. <laughs> but I liked it nonetheless. Had I watched it a couple more times, I think I would have understood what was happening. Because it shows in their acting that something's amiss. That she wasn't really real to begin with. You can't be like, what was it? She was a psychologist. She was a physicist. She was um, a, poem. a poet. She was also an artist. I was like, well, god damn, she's man. Young. <laughs> yeah, she's young. And she, you know, she has all of this under her belt, which probably a 50 or 60 year old probably would have accomplished by now. You know, she's doing it at the age of 20. So, but those are all reflections of what he wanted to do in his life, what he felt that he could have accomplished had he. Per, uh, how do you say persevered persevered you know further and not have anything hold him back i related a lot to this movie i am the old man i am the pig with the maggots feet you know eaten slowly by life because if anything that i have taken away from this movie is that nothing is ever given to you if you're going to sit there and believe that life owes you anything, life don't owe you a goddamn thing, you go and take what you believe you can pursue into something great. You know? But yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Just like The Lighthouse. That was as a beautiful what, movie, too. As what Mr. Ernesto De La Cruz said, that's right, I said it like a white boy. I don't say it like a white boy. <laughs> you got to seize your moment. <laughs> so are we doing... um? stars or anything like that or are we, we good with you know what it's choice movie please go and watch it it's good just go watch it just go watch it yeah because everything i just said i didn't have any notes so i'm sure i jostled it around a little bit it's a good movie worth watching now that you know the concept of what's going on you'll be more aware of what is happening and yeah you'll be able to follow along i think a lot better than um, going in on it blind. I do like going in on these movies blind, don't get me wrong, because I like to build my own perception of the movie and then compare it to... Did I get it right? <laughs> you know what? That movie was kind of like music videos and movie. Because you know how like a lot of music videos are confusing? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. But the music... Well, I mean, I, technically, yeah. it's um, that, that movie is actually an art piece. Yeah. And all music videos... Well... <laughs> Some music videos are actually art pieces. Big booty, big booty, big booty, big booty. Wap. <laughs> Worship and praise. Worship and well, what was that Amazon one? Uh, weekly Amazon packages. <laughs> I don't shop at Amazon that much, damn it. That was just mean. You mean, Mark. All mean. right. You guys, any, you guys have anything else? Any opinions about the movie or anything else to say? No, I'm good. Good to go. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Like I said, that was a spoiler. I said at the beginning, I'm going to say it again. You know, um, sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> Y'all have a good night. Talk to you in the next one. Bye. Bye-bye. I don't know why I do an outro because I have an outro. <laughs> I make no sense. I want to thank y'all so so much for listening to me today hope y'all had a good day 
great evening, awesome morning. And yeah, talk to you on the next one. Bye.